music, celebrities, and everything in between. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. You've got it locked right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Right now we're talking with actor Rachel Hendricks. She's starring in the movie The Perfect Wave, now out on DVD and in the stores, September 19th. She's been talking about how she, like many actors, have a highly sensitive personality, and she's talking about how that affects her approach to her craft. So when you take on a character, is it hard to get back out? You know what? It is. Mm-hmm. I'm not a method actor. I don't sit in the headspace of my characters. I don't purposefully put myself because I know how sensitive I am to it. Okay. It just happens naturally, and it happens quickly. Okay. Knowing that you are that way, are there any roles that you wouldn't want to take on because you wouldn't want to be in that mental frame of mind? There are a lot of roles, I think. And I know that ultimately I'll have to make those decisions yeah. as they come. Uh-huh. I've said no to auditions, okay. but I've never said no to a part that they chose me for. Gotcha. So would it be more what you would consider dangerous for you? Would it be more like a, or a violent situation? Or is it just kind of you would take it as it comes and figure it out? I don't know, because I think I would, I would be able to kind of play these darker, edgier, evil roles if, in the end, the story itself has closure and redemption. Okay. You know what I mean? I get that, yes. There are certain movies where you feel like when you're finished watching them, you're like, uh... Why did I, I go through that? Yeah. Yeah, and you feel I, worse coming out of you it. You feel worse mm-hmm. coming out, and you stays with you for a few days. Right. Those stories, you can tell in the script. Right. You can read the script and say, I do not like how I feel at the end of this. I do not want the audience to feel this way. If it doesn't produce life in me, my gauge for that is a lot more lenient than I think a lot of people. Because yeah. I find beauty in, in a lot of dark... I would say that dark things are beautiful, but I find the beauty in the redemption of the yes, arc I can from see dark that. to light. Yes. That's what's important to me. So okay. my line is drawn probably a little bit different than some people. Okay. So. Now you have starred in a lot of faith-based films. Right. So talk about the faith-based film industry in general. Now we've all heard stories about Hollywood compromising for the dollar and all of that. So is it different in the faith-based film industry or... Do they kind of follow the role of Hollywood and, you know, sell out for the almighty dollar, would you say? Oh, no, that is a complicated question. And, you know, it's normally not about the dollars with the, the, the faith-based film. What the problem with the faith-based film industry is, is they think a lot of times if we have a great story and there's a moment where we talk about Jesus, oh. then we can make a movie for $200,000 and it's, it's an okay film, but they're sacrificing the art, they're sacrificing the craft, they're sacrificing the talent of the actors, and they're trying to tell this half-done, come-to-Jesus story that is not going to convince an audience of anything, except maybe the Christians are like, yay, another Christian movie Uh that we can take our family to. I think my calling here is to create entertainment on par and better than what's coming out of quote-unquote Hollywood, and when I say Hollywood, I mean mainstream, Mm -hmm. secular, worldview films. Okay. Because there are faith-based films being made in Hollywood, too. Mm -hmm. So we want to be on par with them. We don't want there to be a divide anymore. Human nature to compartmentalize and categorize things. So obviously films are broken down. We have drama, romance, comedy, horror, sci-fi, action, etc. They're putting now faith-based in its own genre. Mm Mm-hmm. 
whereas faith based films can be dramatic, they can be romantic, they right. can be da da da. Mm-hmm. They are the same, but they're just having a world different worldview. Mm-hmm. We're speaking to a different worldview, a different dynamic, and because that's not the worldview of what's naturally and socially accepted, they put it in its own category yeah. and send it in another direction. And my hope is that we get to a point where it's so common that films with the faith worldview are generating and are producing excellent material that we are on par with Hollywood's mainstream films and that there isn't a divide. Right. So artistically, there would not be a divide. Right. Mm -hmm. Artistically, I'm going to portray non-believers in my films. I expect that non-believers will portray believers in films. I Mm -hmm. know that there will be crossover there. We cannot expect only faith actors to be actors in faith films or to only have faith actors you know, not step outside and be in the worldview of mainstream Hollywood. That's just crazy. It, it's and it, to expect that is putting a limitation on our art form and what we want to do as storytellers. Yeah. We really, ultimately, personally, have to decide what stories do we want to tell and let's stand behind them no matter what category they're going to put us in. Right. You're listening to Rachel Hendricks here on the Mulberry Lane Show. She's an actor starring in the movie The Perfect Wave coming out in the stores September 19th. Within the industry, is there kind of a bias? If you've done a faith-based film, is it harder to get a role in a non-faith-based film or vice versa? I think experience is experience, but it's really difficult to segue into television. Because you're starting from scratch without TV credits. Uh-huh. In any sort of, you know, network cables or whatever, you're kind of starting from scratch. You do have a large portfolio, and you could be pitched a certain way that, like, she's got range, she can carry a whole film, she played this, 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 and this, she's done great in all of these things, um, consider her. But because you're entering into a whole new category, you're up against actresses who have been in this since they were 17 years old, right. and they're finally getting a spot to be on uh-huh. a guest spot on television. So I don't think it's more difficult for me, but it is not, being in a Christian film does not give you any sort of voice in mainstream television. Okay. And even with film, with mainstream film, still, to this day, I'm, you know, I'm up against recognizable names, recognizable faces within mainstream Hollywood, and they have no idea who I am. So Mm -hmm. I'm really starting at ground zero there. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Interesting. So now, would you say the answer to the problem for faith-based film is to keep the artistic integrity up, and which means you have to have huge budgets. So is the money there? <laughs> and it's not as if the, the Christian films aren't generating money right now. Okay. They are. They are. We have to be expecting different types of resources and be willing to get the funding, because ultimately the engines that push films and actually fund films fund them because they believe they'll make their money back. Okay. And if we've got a high demand of people who want faith-friendly films and they want family-friendly films and they want content that they don't have to be afraid would affect their children or it wouldn't be the kind of story that they leave feeling dirty, obviously there's content you have to protect your children from. But I think that the artistic craft and raising the bar does require more funding, but I also believe that where does it, there's a time to, to reap and there's a time to sow, okay? Okay. And I also think, like, putting in the work and the hours and being totally skilled at something, you don't make a lot of money doing that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you can't sacrifice your art because you're not generating funds for it. My whole thing is, where can I give and where can I work? And okay. how do I find a balance of both? Mm-hmm. And I find that I want to be giving my time so I don't get burned out and continue doing, you know, projects on short films with people I believe in 
and lowering my day rate. Okay. Not because they ask me to, but because I want to. Okay. Most of the projects I believe in, nobody ever asked me to give them anything. It's because I chose, this is where I can be a steward of my talent and do something fun and collaborate with other artists and make great art with believers that is content that I stand for but does not sit within a faith or a family-friendly genre. It's just art that I believe in. Okay. Made by other Christians. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's fun to be exploring and seeing how it's changing, because it is changing. Yeah, I bet. And you're basically exploring your creativity without violating your beliefs, but not necessarily under the Christian umbrella. Exactly. You said it perfectly. Yeah. Okay, well, that's really fascinating. So what's next for you, Rachel? Oh, I have a film coming out Sunday on network television called uh, Coffee Shop. Oh, fun. And it's airing on Up TV, the cute little romantic triangle dramedy comedy thing. And I get to play a comedic role there, which I get to work with John Lovitz and Kevin Sorbo and Laura Vandervoort. It's a wonderful movie. Okay. Um, I have two films coming out in the fall. One's called Mountaintop, and the other is called 77 Chances. You've been busy. And <laughs> I, I, last year was crazy. I had so much going on, and um, it was a wonderful year, and it's amazing. Okay, well, it's been a great conversation, Rachel. We've enjoyed talking with you and learning more about your industry and your craft. Thank you. It's been great talking with you. And we'll have to catch up with you down the road. Absolutely. Actor Rachel Hendricks joining us today here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Can you believe it? We've come to the end of hour one. But stay right where you are. Or if you're going to go somewhere else, take us with you. We'll be right back in just a few with hour two of the Mulberry Lane Show.